0: You are listening to New Earth Pathways. New Earth Pathways is a movement to awaken humanity while creating a community in unity. Connect your heart as we come together as a circle of light to advance the awakening of the planet.
1: Welcome, new earth navigators. I'm Erica, the host of New Earth Pathways, a place to awaken to new states of consciousness and support the new Earth reality. And the purpose of this show really is to hold space for really um, reimagining everything as we know it and how it could look as humanity moves into higher states of consciousness. And that's really what we're talking about when we talk about the new earth reality and As we all know, there are lots of big shifts going on, and I think this is a really fun time to play in that energy and think about where we're going um, as a collective. So today, we're going to explore the question, what is wealth creation in the new earth? And to help us explore this topic today is my guest, Lisa Peterson. She is a wealth coach and author of The Mindful Millionaire, which I love that book title, Lisa. It's great. And she really is so much more. She has a really interesting life story and found a way to bring together some finances, money, wealth creation with almost like spirituality, metaphysics, however you want to look at that. These two, what? seemingly disparate energies in a way and bring them together in a really grounded way to help people. It's almost like a holistic approach to finances and wealth. So I'm going to stop talking now and invite Lisa in to introduce herself and tell us a little bit more about what she's doing. So welcome, Lisa. Thank you, Erica. I'm so Mm -hmm. happy
2: to be here. And yeah, you did a great job. I think better than I probably could do. (laughs) I'm so close to it. It's I'm very spontaneous, and I just trust that whatever gets shared is the right thing at the right moment. Mm, But my I love that my Mm. journey has definitely been one of thinking early in life that if I had a lot of money, then all my problems would be solved, and everything would be awesome. And I wish I was making fun of myself. Like I was that on steroids, just very, very oriented to success in my career. I got my MBA. I went to college. My parents hadn't gone to college. I, I really broke all kinds of paradigms, even when I was young, all in pursuit of like, material success. Let's just say that, you know, I wanted to be seen as someone important because I had come from a situation where I didn't feel important. Mm -hmm. I had a lot of self-worth issues and what ended up happening is a really big shocking moment occurred when I was in my early 30s And that was my dad was brutally murdered and by his Mm -hmm. ex-girlfriend and her boyfriend. And my father was estranged at the time. I hadn't spoken to him in like almost 10 years. And -hmm. it was just the worst possible thing that you could imagine happening. And it, it became my reality. And, and that moment really shook me up so bad that I realized Mm -hmm. that it was time to reevaluate my whole entire life. And that began This was in 1999, and I just began this whole new quest to say, I'm not actually a happy person, and I don't think I've ever been happy, and I don't even know what happiness is. I am going to spend the rest of the time that I have on this planet figuring out what that means for me, and that took me to spiritual studies, and now almost 22 years, just um, awakening to a whole new reality rather than it being all about the third dimension you know we can put it in the the context of that back then I would have thought you were cuckoo if you were talking (laughs) about the fifth dimension because it was so grounded in in Mm -hmm. banking and finance and this whole world and I just I, I ended up you know to summarize it I ended up going into Buddhism because even back then I didn't believe in God and that actually allowed me to skip past that idea of God um you know I had this very Christian idea of God and, and I was like that's not working for me and then um about 11 years into my Buddhist journey I had become a teacher I was teaching mindfulness and meditation all over the world as part of an organization I woke up one day and I was like I'm not supposed to be here anymore like this isn't my path and I actually felt The same way I felt about God, about like Buddhism, it was crazy. It was just like Mm -hmm. falling apart. And what I realized now, as I look back and that was over 10 years ago, I had to find a way to move beyond all the isms to, and and I studied religion after religion after religion, uh, ultimately coming to this place that, that we, even in Buddhism, it's called no more learning where I don't actually learn about spiritual studies from a third dimensional level anymore, I broke open to the the ability to tune into that wisdom deep within, trust that wisdom. And so everything I teach is coming from that place. But I also had this interest in money, and I happen to be a certified financial planner. And I, I started saying, well, what if I brought these worlds together and helped people create a new reality while they're here with money, and that's what I do.
1: Wow, Lisa, that there are so many elements of that introduction that I think so many people can connect with and relate to that, that sort of programming around to have worth and to be worthy of being here on the planet, you have to be something, you have to have Money is usually <laughs> what it comes down to or things. And you just describe that so eloquently, just kind of where you were, that big wake up call. You had a doozy of a wake up call that really shook you out of it. I felt full chills when you were talking about that, how you had that first awakening mm-hmm. and then the whole spiritual exploration too. You, you went through that whole process, which I think a lot of our listeners can identify with. And then even there's there's more even beyond that, which is what you identified and how it all comes back to what's within, right? And mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. trusting that inner guidance. So I, I love that you shared that. And um I am so excited to talk to you more about you know, what what can we re- reimagine for humanity mm-hmm. moving forward um, mm-hmm. in the fifth dimension we can call it that and before we do that I'm going to take it just a really we're going to take a really quick break and then come back and really dive deep into this topic and so um, to our listeners out there if you want to learn more about our unity community um, you can go to newearthpathways.com activateevolution.com and just explore and play we have a lot of really fun podcasts and other things to explore for your personal growth. So we'll be right back.
0: Are you looking for a community to light you up while connecting to others? Are you ready to live beyond the containers that have been created in the old paradigm? Come experience what it really means to be part of a new earth community. New Earth Pathways is a community where a sense of belonging is ever flowing. Opportunities are endless and unconditional love reigns. It is time to create the reality you came here to become. If you are ready to step into self mastery and creation, explore your brilliance with our community of unity. Together in oneness, we are in the creation of a new earth. We welcome you to a circle of light. Come walk with like-minded, like-hearted souls that uplift and support expansion. The divine design is in creation. Your light matters in this evolutionary space. It is time to connect to the miracle pattern and be the light you came here to be. We welcome you with open arms and invite you to visit New Earth Pathways, com to connect with others living their divine purpose
1: okay welcome back everyone i'm erica the host of the new earth pathways podcast and i'm here with lisa pearson and we're exploring the question of what is wealth creation and what is really the meaning of wealth in the new earth reality and so lisa i'm just curious even just with that general question if anything comes up for you if you're getting any kind of hit on that Something you'd like to share?
2: Yeah, what comes in is the distinction between the fact that we, we need money in the third dimension to put a roof over our head, to buy food, to have transportation, to have all the basic needs. But we have also been conditioned into a whole kind of... Mm, idea of all these things that we don't really need, but we've been convinced that we do need. And I think that I like to see that for what it is, you know, like there are certain necessities that we need Mm -hmm. and nothing that I say negates that. And, and I'm very grounded and everything I do is very grounded in this, in the third dimension, but (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when we shift into like, what's really going on here or what can we learn about where things are headed or how can we cause ourselves to pay more attention to the things that are going to bring us like the true happiness that we're all seeking. That's when we open into this conversation of prosperity and abundance mm-hmm. without having it be tied so much to physical reality because there there can be some really damaging things if we say abundance means having everything you want and need in the third dimension that destroys the planet like i just want to be crystal clear that we're mm-hmm. making that distinction that the abundance and the prosperity that we're going to talk about is at a inner experience level that translates into the decisions that we make in the third dimension that ultimately propel us into a better world in the future that is operating at all these different levels. And I'll give you one example. One thing that I did a ways back was I took all of my money that was in the traditional stock market, investing, you know, management stuff. And I moved it into socially conscious, environmentally friendly, social impact investing, Uh, because granted it's not utopia, it's not perfect. But what I did know that is if I could make that transition and feel really good about the fact that all of the money that I save is going into more conscious choices for tomorrow. That would help me sleep better at night. And yes, I did research to find out that actually it's not like I'm foregoing investment returns. It it can be very successful. It, It was more of this is what I can do today Mm -hmm. to make a difference for tomorrow and not just fall into the customary way Mm -hmm. of thinking that this is the only thing that I can do. Like I questioned the assumptions. I did the research. I found someone who could help me and I teamed up and, and you know, that my financial advisor helps me because that's all he does. He does nothing of the old world. He only focuses in this new world. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to give a specific example. It's not perfect. I'm not saying Destroy the stock market. You know, I'm not saying right. all those things have to go away, but I'm all mm-hmm. about these bridges.
1: Right, right. And I, I love that because it really gets at that, that groundedness that I really like about your work, but that it's really a multi dimensional approach, right? There are realities here that aren't going to go away necessarily. It's not like you said, we're not going to just one day wake up in utopia. <laughs> <laughs> But building those bridges um, and also being aware of that you can be a multidimensional being. And that, I think that was a perfect example. And, and just how you said you, you kind of stepped out of that programming because you had a lot of, of programming and beliefs around money going you know, to school for that long and so on and so forth. But really, I think that's what it's all about is stepping back and thinking, what can I do? What little bit can I do? Yeah, And that's what my mom used to always say. She would say, you know, if I could just kind of keep my little corner, my little part of the earth clean, you know, I'm doing something, you know what I mean? Just kind of take care of this right around me that I can handle and do. And so yeah. anyway, thank you for that example. I love that. Um, what came in for me to ask you about, and and it's, it's, it's a little bit unrelated to, to what we were just talking about, but the, how people have triggers or trauma or or really um, finances kind of drop their (laughs) vibe a little bit, that whole idea of talking about money. And I just, I really wanted to touch on that during our conversation and kind of what you see with that and how you're helping people shift or whatever is coming in for you about that Mm -hmm. particular topic.
2: Yeah. It's, it's a chronic problem in the world that we live in. What happens to us when we tune into the money is we, our vibration lowers, we go into scarcity patterns. This is all for the most part happening very unconsciously. And, you know, we lose all of those beautiful kind of blissful opportunities when we're down in that trauma Um feeling, um, scarcity, lack, what have you. Like, I just want everyone to know that no matter who you are, this is probably happening some point or another for you. And it's normal. However, why I think healing is so, so, so important. And, And when I say healing, like dropping away the, the, patterns of thinking that we're a victim or that we don't have control over our lives or that we have been, there's perpetrators even the concept of perpetrators being out there ready to get us when that those things happened for us we are completely self-centered mm-hmm. in those moments and the problems that we see in the world is because we've got too many people approaching life from a super like one-dimensional self-centered way because of the trauma that we've experienced. It's not that we don't understand why it's happening, but what we've got to invite ourselves to do is realize that that the patterns that get brought about by thinking about money and not clearing out our stuff with money causes us to actually perpetuate the problems. And it's interesting. I'm sure this has been written about like perpetrator. So we feel like there's a perpetrator. We become the perpetrator mm-hmm. of the problems. That's why this yeah. healing is like so, so important. And I, I know there's a lot of people out there talking about like money and money coaching and stuff, but I really want to hit home. Most of them are perpetrating the, the thought and I've done it too. Cause it's hard to see the difference Perpetuating the problems of the past rather than opening a door to say, what can we do here to think from a higher perspective, right? So we need to learn how to return to love, become love, approach money from a place of love. And if we're not doing that, then we're probably perpetuating the problems that we really, really, really want to change.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I can see that. And <clears throat> even for myself, I've seen myself get caught up in that. You know, it's easy to get caught up in that swirl. <clears throat> Excuse me, you're coming from a really good place. And um there again, I just going, I keep going back to that programming, but you're right. And there's that trauma around it as well. So Lisa, what maybe now would be a good time to do a little bit of a process like where what how would you work with someone um who's kind of in this state they they really want to embody this love piece and help people and at the same time uh are are actually kind of keeping that same old system going Mm -hmm. that makes sense
2: yeah Uh, yeah Give me something um, specific that comes to you because I, I feel like I have specificity.
1: Yeah, I have something. And I think it, it comes down to the self-worth piece mm-hmm. and trying to build self-esteem and self-worth and self-acceptance through <clears throat> this idea that you have to have external things, whether that's a college degree, <clears throat> excuse me, Lisa, or uh, money. So yeah. Yeah. That's really what's coming in for me. Totally.
2: Mm-hmm. Totally. Okay. So what we can do just in this moment is we can tune into, you know, what is that, what is that thing that causes you anxiety? What is that thing right now that causes you some kind of anxiety, and I'll give you some things to tune into. It could be not feeling secure with your money, not feeling like um, there's a regular stream of money. Some of us in business, you know, it's, it can be up and down and all around Mm -hmm. uh, might be dealing the fear of large expenses might be all of the above. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Just notice if there's one thing that you can tune into in this moment, Like you said, around self-worth, money's tied to self-worth. If I don't have it, then I can't, then I'm not worthy. You know, like just notice that. And as you tune into that, taking some nice deep breaths, noticing what's a biggie one for you. And just even, even the realization in this moment. Oh yeah. Yeah. That it really matters to me like that's a big deal and instead of pushing it away which is what we often do we're going to we're going to allow it to become more clear and again taking some nice deep breaths and noticing that that this is a source of stress for you even the realization oh wow this is the thing is actually very healing we just went from uncertainty of what's causing anxiety and stress to some degree of certainty because now we know what it is Mm
0: -hmm.
2: and honoring the responses in your body so just you know this somatic feeling experience like where might you be feeling it It in your heart or chest, in your solar plexus, in your belly, noticing where you feel it and seeing if there's a color associated with it. And also noticing how you may have avoided these feelings in the past, but instead, right in this moment, you're just breathing into this color, this feeling, this part of your body. And honoring this without any judgment, just with pure acceptance and self-understanding. Like, oh, this is what's going on. I feel this familiar feeling and it's okay. And as you tune in, you can also offer up this sense of self-compassion. For all parts of you, for just maybe this part where the color and the sensations are happening, just really feeling a sense of self-compassion. Knowing that you've always been doing the best that you can. And that you know this because that's what happened. No more of this shoulda, woulda, coulda just absolute acceptance for all parts of you and for loving you. And it's okay. And even if you feel this desire, only if it feels good to you, you can even offer up forgiveness to yourself. Like, I forgive you, I love you, thank you. A few more deep breaths. Sometimes when we release that, we might also notice that other people are involved. And we can, if it feels good, we can also notice any kind of resentment that we feel and offer up forgiveness. If it feels good to us, to the other person. I know that you are also just like me, doing the best that you can. And in this moment, I'm allowing that to be okay. I forgive you. I love you. Thank you. A few more deep breaths. And just notice that you have the ability to let this go fully and completely from your body. If and when you're ready, the breath can help. Whatever you're ready to let go of, you can breathe in this bright white healing light that permeates all parts of the physical, the emotional, the energy, the past, the present, and the future. And as you breathe out, you're letting it go from all parts of you, from the crown of your head to the tips of your fingers, the tips of your toes, releasing from all parts of you, whatever's ready to be released in this moment. And filling up with this sense of loving, compassion, self-acceptance. Through the breath. Letting it go and filling up again. Restorative, regenerative. You in this moment. Namaste.
1: Namaste. Thank you, Lisa. Uh, That was really beautiful, and I felt the whole energy shift. And that whole thing took uh, maybe a few minutes. (laughs) I don't know, but um, but yeah, I think I don't know if you were tuning into me or not, but it was. I definitely went through the process and felt it in my heart, and I felt that shift, and so. I'm I'm guessing our listeners out there are going to experience that too. And I encourage everyone to even come back to this because you can, this one's brilliant because you can use it for all different things that come up for you, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. So thank you
0: for that. Well,
2: And just noticing that that lightness of being that we all are is available to us Because what we were doing was we were noticing the duality that we live our lives in back and forth, you know, higher, lower, higher, lower. And then towards the end, there was a split second of choice that we all have available to us. This is how we live our lives. How we do one thing is how we do everything that if we have the ability to notice the, you know, flipping back and forth, and then realizing that we can make a choice in any given moment to not escape from our life, but stay here present to our life, but bring in, you know, divine source consciousness to our awareness, we become that and we can instantaneously release all that is not truly us.
1: Mm -hmm yeah that's beautiful and that's something that we really work on in our community too is practicing that skill because you know that's the other thing i like about your approach is you encourage people you're like you know you have to practice this <laughs> it's not just ask believe receive and like these are tools these are muscles that we need to develop and it just, it gets faster over time. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm assuming you see that with your clients that they get stronger and they can in that, at that choice point can recognize it and take that action.
2: Yeah, it's they recognize the choice point. It does happen faster, but I think the misconception is that we are going to get rid of all those things that mm-hmm. were part of us that were formed really early in this lifetime. And my experience is is no matter how you know awake you are, the physical biological imprints are with us till this body dies and mm-hmm. we begin the journey mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the idea that we're gonna make that go away can actually create headaches that aren't necessary because if you're mm-hmm. like, okay, it's with me and I'm not doing a bad mm-hmm. job if they haven't gone away exactly. or I'm not not being spiritual enough. Like I don't like any <laughs> of that discussion. Um, mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you're just you're just going back right back to, to self-flagellation. Right. And using spiritual teachings to do that. Instead, we're opening up to a new way of seeing it, which is I'm good right here, Mm -hmm. right now. I don't Mm -hmm. have to change. I'm just learning some new tools that we're going to, they're going to help me. And it's Mm -hmm. like the most humble place that we can approach um, our spiritual practice. And I really, really, really subscribe to that. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. I love that. I love that because it, First of all, it, it just normalizes what it's like to be human this time and place. You know, we are still dealing with all, you know, cellular memory and trauma and you know, things like that. And we can work on them and clear them. And but it seems like there are little blips that are just going to happen. And it's kind of, it's almost like it's just part of the game okay. <laughs> in a way. You know what I mean? Like just, mm-hmm. um, so uh, yeah, I love that. So Lisa, um, for our listeners, what would be like a a next step for them if if they wanted to learn more about your work or what, what would you recommend for people who are new to your work?
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to always say that the book is like the cheapest way to get inside Mm -hmm. of my experiences probably, you know, over this past 20 years, because I spent about five years writing the book. There was about a million words that we got down to 90,000 and um, there's so much in there. And for people who have been on the path for a long time, what I will say is the book is operating at the physical level and the multidimensional level. And I knew that. And the reason I'm so confident in that is because there is, the book is written with no judgment. And I was really, I couldn't actually finish the book until I could approach all the subjects from a place of equanimity, Mm -hmm. which is very unusual. But because Mm -hmm. it is come from, and that perspective, it's touching you at deep levels where your mind not might not even understand how this is a money book but your soul journey is going to thank you because it's it's affecting you at that deeper level um and and yeah and then one really really easy way is Mm -hmm. that one of the ways i teach about money is through the chakras i created this chakra meditation that that you can do every morning to bring you back into truth so that you can approach your day and create the prosperity that you're wanting. And that chakra meditation um, can be get, you can get that for free, along with the first chapter of my book and several other goodies by going to wealthclinic.com forward slash vision. And you just sign up and I send you all this good stuff, but that's a great place to start based on the conversation we've been having.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sounds like a perfect place to start. And I really do think that our listeners will be able to, to tune into that multidimensionality of the book, um, and, and absorb that from that place <laughs> okay. where it's not necessarily, I need to actually, um, intellectually understand that changes are happening, but just that knowingness, yeah. That, that's happening while you're reading that book. So I love that. Hey. <laughs> it's funny because <laughs>
2: when you write a book and then you put it out there, you're like, mm-hmm. everyone's going to get it. And then you see these reviews show up and, and it's been good for me because I mean, it has great reviews. Don't get me wrong, but there mm-hmm. will be these ones and especially Goodreads, which isn't necessarily a really spiritual place. So they sort of mm-hmm. advance release it to Goodreads. And and they're all coming at it from the money and like the mind. And I think it's just disconcerting because they're like, I don't get it, you know. And I'm like, everyone should get it. And then after a while, I was like, oh, of course they wouldn't get it. So right. it's funny.
1: Right. I know. I know. It's so interesting because it's like when you find your your people who do get it, it's easy to sometimes forget. But <laughs> there are other people out there that are, are just in it sort of a different um, different world basically. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I've had,
2: that's been a good Uh, teaching for me.
1: (laughs) Yes. Oh, well, thank you so much, Lisa. It's been so fun talking to you and, um, I really encourage people to check out Lisa's website. There are so many goodies just in general. And, um, that offer sounds amazing. And it was so fun just hearing more about your work, talking to you in person. Um, and I am going to also invite our listeners to go to our website, activateevolution.com, for more content like this. And Lisa, thank you so much for being here. And I just want to thank our listeners to our community of unity. Um, thank you
0: and blessings. Thank you you are listening to new earth pathways we are a nonprofit community creating a place for you to experience a new earth community in unity we invite you to join the movement to awaken the planet while connecting to your soul family by joining our soul community you can contribute to the movement designed to be the biggest event in the evolution of humanity Visit NewEarthPathways.com to connect with others living their divine purpose.